Blog Talk Radio. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. This is John Sullivan. It's Babs Ayagbusi. Michael Thompson talking. It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. I'm Jerry Rose. Charles Johnson. Psycho Killer, Kamasa Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio. Welcome to Sportscast Radio. I am feeling very Olympic today. How about you? Sportscast Radio on your May 13th of 2020. Uh, I am your host, Jordan Jiskra, here tonight with Elijah. I hope, Elijah, how are you doing tonight, sir? That silence is never a good sign on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, let's see, and hopefully uh, hopefully, I'm being heard as well, but if not, we're going to keep talking anyway. Uh, <laughs> I told uh, in the in the write-up here, I'm going to try and be positive. I want to be positive about some of the events and news that have occurred um, so far when it comes to the sports news and happening. Um, but uh, you know, that aside, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, the week as it is. Uh, some NFL scheduling, um, some Major League Baseball news, uh, the NBA, uh, the NBA Player Association text message that may or may not have happened, um, as well as the UFC and uh, and and the little. Uh, Mike Tyson nuggets there as far as it goes. Um, so yeah, should be an interesting gimmick to, uh, to go through here. Uh, let's see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, I'll get joined here shortly by, uh, by Elijah. Otherwise we'll, uh, we'll kind of move on without him and, and, and until uh, blog talk reconnects or we reconvene the show, whichever happens first. Um, the uh, NFL schedules were released. Uh, obviously, you get your Super Bowl champion, um, Kansas City Chiefs, on that opener. Um, they're going to be facing off against, uh, you know, one of their uh, playoff opponents, the uh, Houston Texans, as they, uh, you know, culminate their um, they culminate their uh, their championship victory um, over the uh, yeah over the year. There we go, Ryan. What's up tonight, sir? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I will be off and on here for the first couple minutes of the show. I apologize. No, that's uh, got, got behind fine. on some stuff, but thought I'd at least jump in as quick as I could. Yeah, it's really interesting. I cannot hear um, Elijah, which is kind of par for course when it seems to be starting up. Um, but uh, you coming in and hearing me right away tells me that uh, I am being heard, which is good. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you missed uh, my awesome opener. Uh, I, I ran a little uh, Jimmy Cliff, a little I Can See Clearly. Um, hey. and, uh, it also, it, it also featured a great, uh, you know, little Dougie fresh, uh, love there with, uh, with, uh, not Dougie fresh it was Dougie Doug, which one was in cool runnings? Uh, Dougie fresh. No, Dougie. I think it is Dougie Doug. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, with the, uh, I'm feeling very Olympic today. <laughs> so, uh, there was a good, uh, there's a good moment. I'm on it right I, I now. Be... I want to be, uh, I want to be positive. 
There you go. There you go. I want to be uh, I want to be positive, uh, you know, this week in regards to some of the news that we've heard. Um, there's still some, oh, not some complain the whole time that it's not going to happen. Well, you know, I, I, I figure I'd take a note uh, from you and see how it goes and, and see if I can get into this jibe here. Um, otherwise, uh, otherwise, I, it'll be it'll be uh, pessimistic, Jordan, next week, as we all know it. Well, the uh, a lot of a lot of good uh, MLB. Still sticking to my uh, July 4th that I've been saying. Sounds like it's even more 50-50 split is basically what they're doing. The players the players are slightly arguing, you could say. But, look, when it's all said and done, it's, it's number, it's money. It, it's, they'll oh, make yeah. it work. There's too we'll much get, pressure we'll get, on them not to do it. Absolutely. And we'll get there on done. the MLB. That's, that's not our first topic today, sir. But I'm, I'm just letting you know I'm trying to be bright and sunshiny. Okay? Good. <laughs> <laughs> we will discuss that further. My goodness. My man is coming in hot. Uh, <laughs> preheating that oven, coming in hot. Um, Hell yeah, man. I found a, a box of bagel bites, in, or Jen found a box of bagel bites I didn't know I had. I was in whoa. that bitch like Yule Brenner when he was mad at, uh, at Junior for costing him the race. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I see pride. I see power. Call me Malik Yoba, baby. Oh man, that was a dude. Who was that? And was that NYPD uh, undercover? That was my yeah, joint. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. On, on Fox, with the viewer discretion is advised. That's the beginning <laughs> of every episode. Like that got me jacked, bro. That's when I knew I was going to see some stuff. I was so excited. Oh. Detective J C <laughs> Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And they had that girl that wasn't quite Rosie Perez, like, but but she was still very beautiful. Oh man! <laughs> they tried. Oh man! Like, I, look, you know what? Like our Loki, I want to watch. Doesn't get it. So Laura Velez, let's see what you got, girl. <laughs> oh man! I need some NY NYPD undercover, man. That was like the uh, and and I hate the term, but the urban version of because uh, I think that was run at the same time as what was the NYPD Blue on on CBS. So like you had like the 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 gritty uh, the urban one, and then you had like the white guy version on uh, CBS. It was it was pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously we're gonna we're gonna talk about the MLB. Uh, we're also gonna be talking about the basketball. Um, and the the interesting communications that may or may not have occurred um, over over the course of the weekend here. Um, I know you and I were uh, were watching it uh, not necessarily together as we're social distancing, but uh, we did watch uh, the UFC uh, majority of the UFC event together. Uh, you and I can share some thoughts on that as well. And then uh, we are going to talk some. Uh, we're going to talk a little uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's astronomical. <laughs> I, I I'm still waiting for you to say whether or not you would you would you would say anything to that 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 Clippers fan. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I would. You know how much money I get. That man got offered twenty million dollars or whatever to do bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, that's. I'll crazy, take some man. of that money. Oh man. Look, I'll, look, look! I've been working so much the last two weeks with inventory and meetings and things like that. I could use a good nap. <laughs> He'll give it to you for sure. Uh, did you did you watch the training video for sure? Um, so so, do you need a brief break? Do you want me to jump into things, or wh- where are we at here? What do you, what do you want me to do? Well, I I came to see if you were uh, if if your sound was working, um, and then I was I, going to 
go and take a quick peek and see if my oven's done preheating. Put my food in, then I got another fifteen minutes until I got to go get it to you. Well, dang. Well, that's that's so I got a, I got, a, I got a minute or two here. All right. Um, obviously, we know who won the Super Bowl, and the uh, the NFL uh, releases schedules. Um, surprise, surprise! The Chiefs are on the uh, the home opener on Thursday, the tenth. Uh, up against the Texans, uh, Texans obviously hoping to spoil the party um, and maybe finish the job that they couldn't finish. I mean, one of three teams that couldn't finish them off in the playoffs. Um, you does that opening night game, Chiefs Texans? Does that excite you? I mean, outside of the pomp and circumstance of sports being back in some semblance. Oh yeah, because I, I think it's a good game. Um, I I think I think Houston's always fun because it's going to be interesting to see. David Johnson, new team, Deshaun Watson without having DeAndre Hopkins. If J.J. Watt is healthy, you know, he's one of my favorite players in all of sports. So I think it's really interesting. And then, you know, Chiefs are fun. I mean, Andy Reid always brings out a fun team, so. Yeah, and Andy Reid, uh, again, one of my favorites of the uh, the NFL draft. A um, couple weeks back there, as far as it goes. My man, I, I, I really want him – you know, I, is there a Halloween game this year? Like, can can we get can we get them on Halloween and he can just show up looking like Wolford Brimley? Can we get uh, like a cowboy hat? <laughs> you know, like we can reenact scenes from Cocoon. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> cool. um, I, so Halloween's on a Saturday, so they would be on a Sunday. Um, hey, they cool. uh, they, they actually. Fine. I can't even see who they're playing. They're playing the Jets at Arrowhead. I mean, I mean, I, I guess we can we can make that work. Hold on, we we might have another guest here. Hold on, hold on. What kind of te- technical difficulties we working with, Elijah? We got you here. That is uh, Pootie Tang, everybody. Pootie Tang, if uh, you remember the scene. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I got that. technical difficulties. Swag on a million. Put a put a microphone in front of me, and I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> technical difficult. A little throw, a little throw to the technical legend theme music of one technical hey, legend, Ryan. E- Cook. Even, even in a pandemic, I know how to put myself over. There you go. There you go. In true, in true heel fashion. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So, so, so uh, that opening, uh, that opening night, obviously, again, not so bad. I kind of wish we were getting the double header gimmick. Uh, obviously, we'll get that on uh, Monday night. Um, is when they normally do that, which does feature uh, my boys, the Titans, uh, against the Broncos. They're the they're the late game, but you get the Steelers and Giants at the uh, as far as the prime time game goes. Not a bad opening Monday night uh, little festivities, in my opinion. What do you think? Um, I'm glad I I probably will be working that night because I don't have any interest in those games. <laughs> I, no Saquon Barkley. No, no offense to the Titans. Really? They're probably the only team I actually would maybe enjoy. I, I guess Saquon Barkley's always fun. I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers more than the Green Bay Packers, so I have no interest in watching them whatsoever. And I think Drew Locke is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, so I have no interest <laughs> in watching him play football either. <laughs> Jeez. That's, uh, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where Monday night has has two games with more teams that it's not even like aside from Pittsburgh like I just I don't have any interest in those other ones. You make me sad. I'm gonna say Titans. Oh, sorry. Are, we're gonna start 
starting the season off one and zero, and I like it. I'm gonna win on the road. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, I mean, all right, I, I guess you're right. Let's go to the right. I mean, you're right. I was gonna start off one and zero, and not, uh, and not zero and one. Arizona Cardinals watch them go into San Fran and make the shock. You know, the, and and here's the thing: is that could happen, man. But but at the same time, wasn't it a few years ago? Uh, coming off the, uh, you know, the the depleted team, and was or was that the second week of the year when the Vikings got beat by the Forty ers mm, No, I don't uh, think it was an opening week. It was either opening or second one. It was one of those things like, oh man, they're gonna smoke them, and all of a sudden they just came mm. out and lay an egg. Like it was so bad. Uh, San Fran thirteen and three last year. Um, Arizona significantly improved went from the the worst team to you know eighth pick so they climbed up eight spots which is you know it's still not great but it's it's you know you climbed a fourth of the league in one year with a new coach and a new quarterback and now that quarterback has added deandre hopkins to throw to uh they didn't have david johnson anyway for most of the year so it's not like that it was a difference maker and then because of the way the draft fell they landed that bad boy isaiah simmons at linebacker yeah, uh, yeah. San Francisco, Dallas, yet? Forrest Buckner. I mean, it's you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Did you say San, San Fran is down? Well, they 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 traded a DeForest Buckner to the Colts. Oh yeah, but but I mean, I'm, I was going to say, but they're still they're still the team that made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and I think that Super Bowl hangover is going to be very real. Do you really? I, yeah. I think they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna be legit again this year. To be honest. Um, and, and, and that's, that's one of those things where, um, uh, yeah, again, that's one of those games where I actually can't wait to see. That's one of the better games. Or that actually, there's tons of really good games that first week. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to take you with me to my kitchen. If I lose okay. connection, I will be back. We're going to see you? all this, uh, social, this, uh, this at home radio works here. We'll, we'll definitely see how that goes. Um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty sweet, uh, pretty sweet um, opening set. I mean, oddly enough, though, I'm kind of surprised that they went Cowboys Rams um, for the the primetime game. I mean, I get it, it's Dallas, but at the same time, you know, and and it's I guess it's Los Angeles. I guess I guess it's big market if you want to do that on the West Coast, but. I, I, in my head, I feel like you almost should have did the 49ers and, and since they're the since they're the the Super Bowl runner up. But um, but you also I got, think it's your whole whole your uh, SoFi Stadium is why they're doing it. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, but then give them a Monday night game. I I, I don't know. I, I, well, yeah, you could have given them a Monday night game because the Monday night games are trash. Hey now, Titans are tight. There was Super Bowl. There, That's there, true. There were literally one. You know, two plays away from uh, being in the Super Bowl, uh, we'd be we'd be talking about our defending champ Titans. You know, like it would have it would have been great. Okay, let's not knock my boys anymore. Sorry, I'm not trying to knock your boys, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> knocking that I don't care about any of those Monday night football games. All right, we got 15 minutes, and we're gonna to make positive. another run upstairs. I'm trying to I'm trying to be positive. Uh, Surprises well, me though. If you wanted to do it, get... why didn't you put Packer Viking on? on and that's, that's what, what I was done. just going to ask about Sunday night. You have the possibility of uh, Rogers maybe last, you know, uh, season as a Packer. Hey, remember uh, when I said he's gonna go to New England? Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm still, still not wrong yet. These hmm. these cookies just continue to crumble in the wildest of ways, and it makes me we'll, excited in a disgusted way. If that makes sense. We'll, 
we'll see how we'll see how that rolls down. We will see. Um, but yeah, you know, again, I, I absolutely love it. I like the uh, the Packers Vikings, and we get them at home to start, which is great. Um, first game of the season, which is always a uh, a good um, um, a good energy game to begin with. But then you throw in the rivalry aspect, and it's going to be um, um, it's it's going to be very it should be a very entertaining game. And given all the new talent that the Vikings have acquired, uh, given some of the turmoil that the Packers are dealing with, unless Rogers comes out and goes R E L A X relax again, like <laughs> you know, if, if he comes out and does that, and then suddenly you know it's lights out for us, game over. All right, if he, yeah. if, he if he if he stokes the fire somehow and says, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get Aaron Rodgers uh, game one. Uh, that would that would definitely. That, I, I'm already dreading the local radio scene if they happen to lose that opener. And let's say by two scores or a last minute, or excuse me, or a last minute uh, drive to lose to Aaron Rodgers at home. <sighs> the season is <laughs> well, that's over. The thing is he doesn't Fire really have to everybody. work too hard to uh, to you know do that relax situation. That's just him. Oh, you anyway. know, it's one of those things where. I understand that you haven't taken an offensive weapon like since you drafted him or whatever, and I get why because you're that confident in him. But at some point, you got to throw a guy a bone because they can't always do it on their own. Yet yeah. every time people think that he does it, you know what I mean? He yeah. just continues to do it. Yeah, he has. He has the prototypical. Uh, you know, you were you were talking uh, about Trevor Lawrence. You know, a guy that can make the throw, make the play. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got great size, uh, good head on his shoulders, all-American kid. Isn't Aaron Rodgers kind of that right now? Like, when you oh, think yeah. about all the all the quarterbacks in the league, isn't he literally kind of like, like the prototype? Well, look, let, let's be honest here. If he wasn't a Packer, we'd probably all cheer for him. Oh, yeah, all, unless he like, was a Patriot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, or in my case, a Steeler, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I just, like, that's the thing is, like, you can't, you know, he doesn't get in trouble. He doesn't do it in stupid. He does, he's not in the media a lot. Like, you know, I mean, I he was with the, you know, Olivia was, Munn's always a nice thing, too. You know, hey, it's a, he has a gamer chick. That's pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, like, there's is, a lot I, of cool things going for him. I'm going to call him out on one thing and one thing only. There was a time that he was really back in uh, one Ryan Braun. About, uh, yeah. you know, maybe a little HGH. Yeah. And I don't know well, if he, I don't know if he paid that guy off or not. The guy that he that like he you know shot his mouth off to uh, like a, it was like a tweet, and uh, yeah. he was like uh, he, he said something like I don't know if he said like you know tickets to a game or if he said uh, you know a weekly paycheck or something crazy. He said something crazy like hyperbole, but uh, you know you gotta put your money where your mouth is sometimes. Oh right? yeah, you do. Especially uh, Ryan Braun's a bitch. He took Matt Kemp's MVP. Yeah, and, and I know I'd be able to get a little fire under that, but hey, yeah, again, he's like, we're going to throw a Dodger hate not in there. Being, not being I know, six years ago, it doesn't bother me. I still remember. <laughs> Bitch. Never. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I look at all the games on the board, and I really do think that would probably be the one that I, I would probably put in the primetime slot, personally. Or, or... Granted, this will probably be the the we'll probably get this game for the uh, the the double header, uh, the Saints versus Buccaneers. Right? For Brady, uh, Breeze, Brady. Yeah. Oh, yeah hold I mean, on a second. Hold on. 
Let's see if we got Eliza this time. Eliza, you with us, buddy? Yeah. I've hey, had a long... hey, holy cow, man. Let's, uh, let's go. We're, we're I all here log in. I've had to log in like f- five times to try and like get yeah, you. Yeah. I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I couldn't hear nothing. That's right, man. That's okay. That's okay. You're here now, and that's all that matters because, again, I'm bringing the positivity. I'm bringing the positivity tonight, okay? Uh, Ryan and I were just talking about that week one, um, the week one of the uh, the NFL, just kind of touching on on our favorites, and then kind of the, the what ifs, because we don't quite agree with the Monday night lineup, and maybe maybe the Sunday night game's a stretch. But again, Ryan really said, you know, the showcase of the new stadium. Yeah, the new uh, stadium, and it's the Cowboys. It's, I mean, yeah. it makes it, it. I get it. There's a difference between not liking it and totally understanding why they did it, and that's the thing. Exactly. Is like, I maybe don't like it because I don't, I don't care as much about the teams, but I 100% understand it. You get you get the Dallas Cowboys going to SoFi Stadium for this brand new stadium that the Rams, you know, are opening. So I, I totally understand why they're doing it. Oh, absolutely. And, and it makes sense. But again, new uniforms. Well, what game are you guys talking the, about? The uh, the Cowboys and Rams. That's the primetime uh, Sunday night game. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's on paper, like teams wise, it doesn't make sense, but business wise, it does. I get it. Yeah. I mean, like, we may not like it and watch it, but it's going to pop a number. Well, it but, seems like uh, the Rams are just kind of going, like, trending, like, way down. Yeah, they're like, in a weird spot. Yeah, yeah, they, like, they seem to be getting worse when they had a lot uh, of promise, like, a few years ago. Yeah. You know, and here's here's the thing is the crazy thing about the Rams, man, and, 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 and I will I will still take this to my grave. Jeff Fisher, great personnel guy, great personnel guy, but can't coach him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he, he he did set that team up for success because following following his departure, the coaching change and everything worked out well. And then now now that the organization has flipped a little bit, eh, not looking so great. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that Todd Gurley got. You know, isn't Todd Gurley anymore? I mean, that's 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 what happens with running backs. You know, it just yeah. you break. And it, it also shouldn't I, happen you know, there. You, you have Philip Rivers. What's that? I said it shouldn't happen there though, because you should be passing most of the time because you got Philip Rivers. Do they have do they have Jared Goff? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm totally. I'm spacing. I'm spacing the Chargers still. My apologies. <laughs> Okay. My apologies. All these California teams, man. <laughs> I, I bet you wish they could all be California girls, too, huh? Uh, yeah, hey, I, now we're really getting optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm watching uh, the DDT show from May 2nd, getting caught up for tomorrow night, and the, the announcer guy has the smallest face mask I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it looks like a face mask for, like, a small chihuahua. Was it like, is it, I mean, are you sure it's not like a, a thong from like a gentleman's club or anything? Or it it might be. I mean, and, and then the girl has one that goes like almost to like the, like her throat. It's so big. Like, I don't know if they got the wrong ones mixed up or it's just a joke, but it's kind of <laughs> funny if it was. It's a work. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so Elijah, uh, we, we, we briefly kind of glossed over it. Texans Chiefs, obviously Texans trying to rain on the uh, the Super Bowl champions parade. Uh, does this game do it for you? I mean, are you excited for it outside of the pop and circumstance of, of football being back? 
or are we? Uh, do you think uh, the Texans will will put up a, a solid fight or not? Yeah. Oh man, the Texans is just. They made some terrible personnel moves this off season, and I don't see them being very good this year. So, not really all that looking forward to that matchup. Like, yeah, and who does who does who does Watson throw to? <laughs> uh, crazy. You throw it. You throw it. You throw it at the Brown in the in the backfield, man. Brandon Cooks. I mean, you can do that too, I suppose. He's probably gonna get hurt. <laughs> Not the first game, man. Optimism, man. We're trying to shed optimism right now, okay? All right, if I was to, a Houston Texans to... fan, I don't think I would have much optimism right now. I think I'd be pretty angry. <laughs> oh man. Maybe hey, what if they blow it in the fourth quarter in the first game again? Like against against them. Just just rehash the entire uh playoff. Yeah, throw it to, they, they got Kiki Kuti. Kiki Kuti? Hey, well, I mean Will Fuller. They have Randall Cobb. Yeah. They got a couple weapons. Yeah, David Johnson, he's probably done. Yeah. I think he's washed. There's, there, there's there you back, go, talk of those running backs, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how, and that's, that's exactly, um, kind of exactly that, echoing back on the, the previous note. Um, hey, I the, got a question uh, for you guys. Talking about, like, because cause obviously – this kind of ties into people getting beat up and, you know, careers being shorter than normal. And I think because of the, the interesting situation he's in where you, you don't necessarily want to bring him in as a backup because it's going to overshine the starter so much. It's going to be, it'll be an issue. And I think that's why he's still on the, on the, the sideline there. But I don't think Cam Newton goes anywhere until a quarterback gets hurt. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Because you I, don't I, want to I, bring yeah. him in to overshare. Like, if you brought him into the into the Redskins, the media is going to eat that up. You know? Like, so you can't do that. And, like, if you bring him to Denver, they're going to be, like, they're, you know, off with Locke's head. You can't do that. Like, it almost feels like, to me, that it, they're just waiting for a guy like Ben Roethlisberger to go down, and then they bring him into Pittsburgh or something like that. God. Well, Roethlisberger goes down about every year, uh, usually. <laughs> uh, like, like, do you guys, do you guys think that's because you don't you? It's just it's so hard because if you bring him in, that controversy behind him playing is going to be so enamored because you know he's a name. So I, I get that's like, that's why he probably like he hasn't get, gone anywhere. Yeah, he probably and got signed by now. If he was gonna, if he was gonna get signed at this time, it probably would have already happened. Before like everyone, before the draft and before everyone's rosters have kind of taken shape, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like he's going to be one of those guys, like you said, where he's probably going to get signed when the first like starter goes down or something. Like if you brought him in, like Jacksonville as an example could use him, but you've yeah. invested in Minshew. If you bring him in, you're just going to have the same problem you did with Minshew and Foles. You yeah. know where they're going to be like, well, you got to play him. Well, no, you don't need to, you know. It, it, so I, I just I think that's that's the the answer with with Cam is is when he when when a quarterback goes down, I think his phone is going to be ringing the minute the trainer goes on the sidelines because yeah. then you don't have that uh oh should he or shouldn't he play type thing. Yeah, 
and that's that, you know that's the uh, that's the big question right there. Like that, uh, you know, what do you do with some of these high, uh, the high profile quarterback who's obviously talented? I mean, let, let's mm-hmm. be honest. If if you if you can say anything about honestly, I still I still I like Cam Newton. I still back yeah. him, and I, I'll still never forget the press conference where everyone said, "Oh, he was a P- POS for it." But you know what? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't say the obvious thing where he's getting his ass kicked because his offensive line is trash and his receivers couldn't get open. You know what yeah. I mean? You know he didn't yeah. he didn't throw his team he didn't throw his team under the bus. You know what I mean? He didn't do that, and 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 I I still respect the shit out of that. Yeah, um, he he just he was in the unfortunate circumstance that in the NFL because it's such a revolving door that when when you get hurt and your replacement comes in and balls the hell out, you're gonna it just it's it's just the, the way of the land, and that's what he got hit by. Do you, you think know, Carolina just, will be better without him overall? Um, I, I mean, th- that's what I probably I don't I don't want to touch that because I'm such a Teddy guy that I'm biased. Yeah, you know I'm going to be like hell yeah Teddy Bridgewater baby, and I mean because Kyle Allen goes to play for Ryan Lee, and that's the thing is you know Ron Rivera brought Kyle Allen with, and it makes sense yeah. he's younger, he's cheaper, so I totally understand why you brought him with, but that would have been the obvious otherwise I. I think had Kyle Allen not emerged as what he, you know, as what he looked he is going to be, that I think that could have been Cam's ticket because then you you could still, you know, because now I don't know that's going to be a weird spot too now because you got him and you got Haskins and they're both you know twenty four twenty three they're both young, two year experience, you know, so he's already going to have a big enough dilemma as it is there with what he's going to do. Yeah. You bring in Cam Newton, you almost have to play him, so it's just it's it's weird, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's hard to, it's hard to pass up on a a Heisman winning, um, you know, Super Bowl, uh, um, or not Super Bowl, um, national championship. Like you know, like the guy was it's, it's he's got a pedigree. You know what I mean? Like if you were gonna do it, I think you need to be like. I think the Chargers could have got away with doing it if they didn't have Tyrod Taylor. But Tyrod Taylor is kind of like in the same boat, but not the same boat. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so you already kind of have Tyrod Taylor, who's a he's he's proven he can he can be a nice stopgap. You know, if you didn't have him, you could have brought in Newton to run for a year while Herbert learns and seeing what you got with Cam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's just um, in a weird spot. That's the, that's the only reason. They, the Chargers, by the way, have a fullback named Bob Holly. I just wanted to point that out. I just saw that. That's awesome. Hardcore. Uh, they're going to they're make he's him. He's going to beat everyone's make, ass. I was going to say, they're going to make him champ. Um, <laughs> I'll be the, 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 I'm the captain. Buddy, you're an unsigned rookie from Louisiana Tech. I'll beat all your asses. Boston <laughs> Eckler's like, guys, let's just give it to him. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm a beat um, that Bosa guy, too. So, whoa, speaking of uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, again, we were just touching on it, Ryan. Buccaneers that, Saints, Joey. man. <laughs> but, but, Buccaneers so and Saints, man. Get. The, the 425, <laughs> uh, the 3 o'clock game at the uh, – I'm going to beat a little turd out of you, man. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. I, just, I totally forgot that his name is Joey and that with Elijah here, it was so obvious. Oh, man. Just give all up. Right, right. When are you going to give up? <laughs> Bucks. All right, guys, keep rolling. I'm going to go. Ch- I'll be right back. 
that, that game's got to have a lot of excitement going on as far as I'm concerned. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You get the new look of uh, the new look Tom Brady, Gronkowski, um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You obviously get a quality team and offense in the, in the, new, uh, in the new Orleans Saints. Uh, again, this is the game where I look at this. I'm like, man, how is that not the – how is that not the, the Sunday night game? And I'm still a little mildly confused. But, um, again, new stadium, Dallas, I get it. Money ma- money matters, right? Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be a good game. Like, that's that'll be probably the one of the best games of that week, honestly. Yeah. Just with the intrigue of the quarterback matchup and just, like, the skill of the teams, like – Tampa Bay should be like really improved this year. So, oh well, here's the thing: is if they are if they aren't improved, like who do, who do you blame? Like at this point, like you know what I mean? Like if they, unless they're in, let's say there's no injuries, but somehow they just throw up a crap number. You know, AFC South definitely a little more competitive a division than the AFC uh, the AFC East. So I'm not sure how Tom Brady's going to fare in that fashion. But um, or not AFC South. I'm sorry, NFC South. But um, but, but yeah, it, it, it's if they are not improved, where's the finger going to get pointed? Is going to be the question. That's going to be the big question, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, at the same time, I feel like it's a sure thing, right? If, if there's that's almost a impossibility. If the offensive um, line is if the offensive line isn't good, then that can blow up all in their face. That that is you actually now that you say that that's exactly it. That's the that's the one thing that could completely wreck this. Uh, this storybook for, uh, for, for Tampa Bay. Um, other big matchups, obviously we got the, the, you know, and me and Ryan t- discussed it briefly there talking about the Packers Vikings could be a good game to start off the season could be unsufferable depending on how the outcome goes for here in local radio. Um, <laughs> could you imagine losing, losing to the Packers week one on a, maybe let's say a last, uh, last drive, little two minute drill or, uh, no. you, you know, could you imagine, no. Season's, oh, season's over, man. Season's over. Yeah. <laughs> Fire everybody. <laughs> the, okay, Cut and, 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 bring Case yeah, Keenum back. Say, yeah, bring Case, case Keenum back. <laughs> yeah. Should, uh, Kyle, like, Slaughter, Kyle Slaughter should start. <laughs> Give him a chance. Can we get, can we get uh, McC- Bethel McLeod back again? Can we get him? Can we get him back? <laughs> Knowing our fa- knowing our fans, they probably would be like, "Okay, we'll take them over over cousins." <laughs> oh man! And here's the thing: is that'd be the that'd be the thing, right? That's where uh, Cam Newton's still on the sideline, and nobody's gonna call for Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the second most important week, as far as I'm concerned, in um, in football, um, is always going to be um, Thanksgiving. Uh, we get Texans at Lions, the early morning game. You get uh, Cowboys in Washington for uh, the afternoon. Then you get the Ravens and Steelers on the, on the night game. Do the Steelers excite anybody anymore? Uh, I don't know, man. Like Their defense is still pretty decent, but, I mean, when they're rolling out Duck Hodges, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> if with, without Ben Roethlisberger, there's not much intrigue to that team, I, I don't think. And now that they don't have Antonio Brown anymore, like. I mean, what is it? Is it? Yeah, there's really not not much going on in Pittsburgh. 
So, you know, no. I, I, I guess I'm a little disappointed with that matchup again. Um, you know, NBC kind of getting getting some weird weird picks there as far as that goes. But as far as I mean, and, and here's the here's the crazy thing is the the Sunday night game. Like, how is it not how is it not Chiefs at Buccaneers? That was supposed to be the Thursday night game, but they changed it. Oh, for no, for um, for the for Thanksgiving. Oh, I was I thought you talking about the first week. I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, you got Chiefs at Bucks. Like, how is that not a Thanksgiving game? Or, uh, you know, uh, I mean, again, you're well, because what the, the Bears play. and the Bears and uh, um, Lions always have to play, or Cowboys, or whatever. Yeah, and, and those two are. But this is the third game. The third game is the Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, let's try getting Lamar Jackson on there. Yeah, I, and I get Lamar Jackson, but at the same time, again, we're looking at. You know, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Question mark. You know, or you know, and again, and again, the the night game that weekend is the Bears Packers. How is Chiefs at Buccaneers not the night game? How is you know like I because I, I the divisional game is going to get just as good of ratings. So what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, I guess, I, I guess, I. I George is perplexed. I, 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 I guess. It's, once again, it's it's not something I agree with, but yeah, I, I just I you know you you kind of want the biggest. I mean, obviously everyone will be watching CBS at three o'clock on uh, on that Sunday, but but yeah, you know it's going to be. Either way, I'm excited for the season. As far as there's definitely going to be some good matchups, and, and that Thanksgiving weekend is no exception. Um, and I was just asking him. I said this. Do the Steelers? I mean, I know you how you already feel about them, but do they excite anybody that worth worth being the the prime time game on Thanksgiving? Like Lamar Jackson aside, in the in the uh, in the Baltimore Ravens? No, it's my team is. I, I don't even know how they'll be competitive. I mean, they they put all their ducks in a row on Juju, and he didn't really do much of anything. Now, mind you, the team was kind of a handicapped, but I mean, yeah, you know, it, it didn't solidify him as an elite receiver being able to do anything. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, we've seen lots of elite receivers fall by the wayside because of average quarterback play. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, so I mean, it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, 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 uh, maybe that'll be a segment for for Elijah this week. On top of his best fantasy player, uh, maybe we'll get uh, we'll get duck hunting with uh, with looking for Duck Hodges stat lines. Um, but uh... I, don't even, I don't even know if they would even. I don't even know if they're. Like if Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt, are they even gonna put Duck Hodges back in with how crappy he looked last year? I'm gonna get the little do 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 but do 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 the the duck hunt music. I'll get, the, uh, <laughs> I'll get that little crappy little laugh noise that the little damn dog would have made. <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah, you know, those are the those are the those are the big ones for me. The the opening weekend and Thanksgiving it for sure. I was wondering if you guys wanted to go game by game, though, to see how our local Vikings were going to do um, as we do preview the schedule. Is that something you guys want to get down on right now? Sure. All right. Um, obviously, we know the opening the opening game. You know, they're up against the Packers. They're at home. What uh, do do we start off one and zero as a team? I think yes. They, yeah, I think they they usually play the Packers really well when they're at home. 
So I feel like I feel like that's a win. Obviously, it probably will be a, a close game, but I feel like that one's a win. All right. Now let me just uh, I'm going to pull up the spreadsheet just for our Vikings picks specifically as far as this goes, just so I can uh, maybe keep track like I did. A la our Don't worry, Elijah's not going to say they're going to lose, so you won't have to write his down. Yeah, are they right. 16, are they 16 <laughs> I and 0? I could. I think I, I think last time we did this, I probably had them going like 10 and 6. Maybe. <laughs> he said maybe. Elijah, you're tight as hell. All right, so we, it, that's a unanimous pick for the Vikings there as far as that goes. I definitely agree. They always play them well at home. Um Packers have their uh, their own their own little issues as far as that goes uh, internally, and we'll see if they can um, circumvent them to to put together a great season here. Uh, let's see, what do we got for game two for the Los Vikingos? Dub baby. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely an easy dub. I work uh, off Philip Rivers. In the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, oh man, I, I don't think... know. But, like, I feel like I feel like the Colts' offensive line and their ability to like maybe run the ball this year might be might might be like kind of like one of those things you don't really think of with with them because I mean their offensive line is really good and we've had problems like stopping the run when we go up against good offensive lines so so that game, could be, a sneak, a, that game could be a sneaky game for us no I like the analysis is it sneaky enough for you to put uh put an L on the Vikings record already I think so. Whoa! Down goes Frazier. Whoa! And you guys can't hear me chewing, right? <laughs> I, I can hear you mildly masticating there, as far as that goes. Yeah, I, mean, I can hear you they, chewing. They, they, they lost I'm the, trying to. I they I lost the Buffalo myself. at home. They yeah. got blown up. You know, like they do weird stuff like that sometimes. And that second week in particular, I swear the Niners. I swear the Niners gimmick was a second week game. Ryan, the one that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the when uh, when um, Harrison Smith like he's didn't he? I think he like smashed Colin Kaepernick that game, but but the but the Vikings pretty much got their asses beat that game. With what I remember, they let him off. They let him off the hook. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, all right. So uh, <laughs> week uh, week three, we got my Tennessee Titans. Uh, it's kind of weird when uh, looking at this uh, schedule, how they go back-to-back-to-back to back to back, uh, AFC South Division opponents uh, right away there. Um, what, what do we got? I, um, that, could be a, that could be another I'm, tough game, man. I'm comfortable. That's, that's, I'm going to take my Titans because I'd be a terrible human being if I didn't. And, uh, and again, just uh, kind of highlighting those points that, uh, that Elijah said there. Uh, teams with a good running game. Um, can definitely uh, somewhat exploit the, the Vikings and their and their schemes for some reason. Um, Elijah, what do you got? I'm going to go with Vikings in a close game. And then Ryan already said he was comfortable, so we're going to let him choose some more, and we'll just go with the Vikings for that pick right there. Ryan Vikings, has Vikings, some- Vikings. Vikings, Vikings, Vikings. I was just going to say it. Dang it. Uh, has them 3-0 to start the season. Everyone get on the train here as far as it goes. Uh, next, uh, The next week they follow up as they start uh, October off. They, they have on the road at Houston. 
What do you got for me, Ryan? Then Eliza. I'm going Vikings because there's real no, really no home field this year. Um, at least, well, from what we know, I mean, it might be different by then. But um, I'm going Houston. Or I'm going Minnesota. Same reasons we kind of talked about Houston struggling with Kansas City. Uh, I, I think they're going to have a, a rough go with us. I'm going Vikings. Yeah, I, I do like the Vikings on the road. Again, I think that the quarterback situation is something that, that they will be able to take um, advantage of, and that offense is definitely not going to be as strong as it's been in, in, in a while. Um, J.J. Watt healthy does still scare me, um, particularly for our offensive line, and um, and maybe some of the um, some of the progression checkdowns that, that Cousin does. But, um, but that aside... I still got him coming away with the W. Now, this one, uh, always a tough game. Uh, Primetime, Vikings, Seahawks uh, on the road. You, Seahawks. We'll, we'll, we'll say, we we'll can say uh, whether it's uh, fans or not, but at the same time, God, it's, it's a Vikings loss. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's just not something. Russell Wilson is still the quarterback. That's probably one of those, still probably the, the toughest guy to game plan for. Um uh, maybe outside of Lamar Jackson, w- would you agree with that? I yeah, think he's harder because I, you know Lamar's going to run. Yeah, exactly. He's just you could make a game plan and Russell Wilson will figure it out. There's just yeah. he's just he's in that. It's kind of like we talked about at the beginning with Aaron Rodgers, where he's just that guy. Like he just will figure out a way to beat you. And the thing with him too is like you have to worry about him creating enough enough time to find receivers downfield, but you also have to worry about him creating creating enough time and just taking off and running. Like yep. he's like probably the best like dual threat, like best combination of like running and passing besides Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean and the Lamar fact, Jackson you can I think he, I think Lamar Jackson's more dangerous in that aspect, but you can plan for him a lot more. So if you can contain it, he's not gonna change it up as quick as a guy like Wilson will. But here's yeah, the crazy not, thing, too, is he can a, pass on the run. Oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson can pass on the run. I just – if you can – you can keep Russell Wilson in the pocket and he can still hurt you. Like Lamar yeah. Jackson, I'm not sure if he's still – if he's quite there yet, if you can keep him in the pocket, if he can, like, ex- execute a game plan while he's, like – if he's, like, strictly in the pocket and Russell Wilson can yeah. do that. So are we calling that a unanimous uh yeah, unanimous that's loss? A that's a L. Man. That's that's our second unanimous this, first. This is the game that makes or breaks our next stretch if we make the playoffs. Cuz I think there's a shot that if we get beat up bad enough this game, we lose our next two in a row after this and go to 4 and 3 and and then a stupid loss to a division team like Detroit and then going to Chicago we could be under 500 if things go the wrong way. Yeah. You, you know, and here's the thing is that stretch is, this stretch is actually pretty damn brutal. Texans playoff mm-hmm. team, Seahawks, uh, uh, Falcons, Packers. Yeah, Falcons just, are good every not... other year. So yeah, they could but... be really tough this year. And and then it's three divisional games where you, you never know what happens in a divisional game. Yeah. And that's crazy. This, uh, yeah. This, this stretch is definitely, you're right. This Seattle, this, this starting the Seattle stretch here will definitely be the make or break portion. Um, of it, but again, you know, uh, you know, you're looking at this front load of the schedule, and it's, you know, you can't, you can't look at the Titans and say, oh yeah, they can't, they can't do it because they still, they still competed with the Super Bowl champions. 
You know what I mean? So, I mean like, you know, so like looking at the Titans, you're looking at the Texans, you're looking at the Seahawks. You're looking, like this is a tough schedule. Um, so following up that Seahawks game, you said the Falcons. Falcons at home though for us, uh, the Vikings. What? Um, where, where do we see this one going, Ryan? There's there's always the one game you don't account for when you do these type of things. So I'm just going to choose it because I'm so 50-50 that I'm going to give it a loss. Because there's one that I won't count for that'll happen, so this will just be that one. Yep. Okay. So you're you're counting for the one that you can't count for, is what you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, like, like you, you I know exactly you're, like, you're like, all right, they're gonna be eleven and five, and then they go ten and six. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, no. I I I knew there was, you know, I didn't get that. I couldn't believe they lost that one. Yeah. What, <laughs> Elijah? Who do you got here? Uh, I got the Vikings here. Again, you know, I feel like they I feel like they play the Falcons really well, especially when the Vikings are at the Dome, so I got I got the Vikings with this one. Dang, we're at the Dome again? I was going to say, uh, I don't want to go to the, I don't want to go back to the Dome against the Falcons, man. We we didn't, the, we let them off the hook last I'm time. Not, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not talking about, that was like ancient <laughs> history, man. <laughs> not around here, man. Too soon. I want to play him, I want to play him at the bank, not the Dome. Too soon. That's, that's ancient history, man. Ancient history. <laughs> you said Gary Dome. Anderson. You gave us PTSD. You can't Whatever. say dome. Whatever. That's We're like saying mom indoors. on an airplane. We still play indoors. Whatever. <laughs> here's here's the only thing that scares me is we let our entire secondary go pretty much. Yeah. And this is a team that but, just airs it out. But we didn't have much of a secondary to begin with, so I mean. I know that scares me even worse than. We can spook <laughs> Matt. We 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 can spook Matt Ryan though. Like he's. We put pre- Are we going like, to run up and say boogie boogie to him? <laughs> That'd be tight as well. Oh, man. I, I, like I couldn't I like resist. It. it was close to Halloween. I mean, we're on the yeah. bye week, the week of Halloween, so I had to go for there it. There you go. I like it. I like it. Uh, Falcons, right there. You're right. I, I, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Vikings though. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with Elijah. I think uh, you know we can still get uh, some pressure on. We still got guys like Daniel Hunter. We still got guys like uh, you know Hitman. So I think defense will be strong enough to hold it up. Um, we get to game plan, like Ryan said. We get that bye week, uh, the week of, uh, of Halloween. But uh, we come back and uh, and we have to play the Packers on the first game of November, noon on the road at Lambeau. L. L. Yep. That, that, I mean, we, there's not much we can say to this one. We're gonna we're gonna get some cheese, drink some cheap beer, and and mark this one up as a loss. So uh, I got a four and three right now. Yeah, you were not the you were not the, the shining beacon of hope that we thought you would be. Uh, Neither is Elijah. Now, but, yeah, but at the same time, yeah, I also I have a four and three. Be- I think. Yeah, I think I. Because you had that Colts loss in there, and I had the Falcons one. Yeah, and I, I have the Titans. Actually, we all have them four and three right now. So much for positivity today, guys. <laughs> uh, next one, I think we're all going to be unanimous again. Uh, get to come back home uh, following the loss uh, against Green Bay to the uh, Detroit Lions. What, what are we thinking here, guys? W. Yeah, I'll go dub. Now, does the Lions made any drastic improvements that would question their two games against the Vikings? It's just it's a divisional game, so you never know. Stupid things happen. Yeah. I mean, we've I think we beat them the last four or six times we played them or some crazy number like that, but that almost makes it worse like they're due. 
Yeah. No, I, and, that, and that's stupid. Like, and, that, and, you know, you and I, obviously, again, Ryan, you and I are betters, and you're, you're never supposed to be one of those guys that says, oh, they're due, they're due, they're due. Um, and uh, at the same time, man, you know, you, you're, you don't want to walk in and, and overlook one of these teams like that because, like you said, those divisional games will kill you. Um, staying in that division, we get to go on the road to Soldier Field following that. We got, what, three straight divisional games uh, going up against the Bears. How do we look in Soldier on a primetime game? Probably not good. It's hard. Well, especially it's if Nick Foles is doing good. The Bears don't really scare Nick Foles and the Bears don't really scare me. It's just the Bears' defense, man. Like, we've, I feel like the Vikings' like defense has held the Bears' offense in check. Just our 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 offense against the Bears defense just looks like horseshit. And keep in mind, the Bears had a a dinged up defense for most of the year last year. Also, Um, yeah, you know, yeah, they still had Khalil Mack, but you know, uh, some of their bigger pieces in the secondary there, um, they were without. So there can definitely be, um, again, reason to believe that we're not going to put up some big numbers on the Bears here. Uh, Ryan, did you did you say you were picking the Vikes right right away? I told you. It's so hard because if if Nick Foles is half of what Trubisky wishes he was, it's such a different team. If their running backs get the ball moving, I mean, they could be tough. I mean, it could be, you know, Ezra Cleveland could be like Spike in Little Giants where he's talking out of his butthole. (laughs) (laughs) You know, with Khalil Mack coming in there. Uh... But – I'll go Vikings, but I'm not. I'm not confident. Oh man, Vikings. Uh, let's see, Elijah, where where are you at uh, on the road, Soldier Field at night? I'm. I'm. I don't want to do this because, like I said, I'm not like. I don't think the Bears are that good, like all around. But I think their defense, like just our offense, just not does not match up well against their defense and. I feel like it's going to play out like a lot of the games recently I've played where we just get like just manhandled on offense and we can't do nothing on offense. So I'm picking the Bears. I am also picking the Bears. It's it's definitely a game where um, not it's not going to be an easy one. Um, no. you know, the only thing the only thing that makes it even worse is obviously that short turnaround because uh, they have to. Um, they don't get the uh, the full uh, time off as they have to go down to Dallas uh, on the 22nd there um, for the um, uh, for the game. Oh, we're at home. Or I'm sorry, yeah, still short short week rather. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I'll get to play uh, get to play Dallas rather. What um, what do you think going into for that game coming back home short week on what's going to be a tough certainly probably emotional uh, game for uh, for the Vikings there, depending on the outcome. Uh, Cowboys. I'm going Vikings. It's hard for me to pick pick against the Vikings at home because they seem to be just – Now, you got to remember, home field doesn't – may not matter this year. We don't know yet that what's going to happen. Yeah, if, if there's no fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. Now, everything sounds like – Teams and states and everything are thinking you can run about the, the Chargers level of fans, like fifteen thousand. Um, because you can do every other section. Um, 
families sit together, things like that, where you you you, you kind of spot up people where it could work, and I I can see that, and they have enough time too where they you know they still have five months, four months, so you know okay, you still have fifteen thousand fans, that, that's still a lot of people, that's still loud, so I think that's that does fine. help, but it just it depends if that does happen. Yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like just because I don't want to pick them all the time at home, and I think there's a couple. I'm going to go Dallas in the in the sneaky sneaky tough game. Yeah, and I think that short week is what's going to kill it for him too. I'm actually going to go Dallas with this one also, um, and 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 just uh, and just see that maybe this will be the the weird game where uh, Dallas's freak offense uh, might actually uh, really click here. Uh, on us and really make us really sad. <laughs> um, well, we got to think Dallas added Ceedee Lamb. Yep. So that's another weapon. And they have Michael yeah. Gallup and Amari mm-hmm. Cooper. And they got Big Zeke. Yep. And this is around the time where that NFC East tightens up and everybody's fighting for that division title. Yeah. And, and Dallas is always a team that ramps it up in the second half. Yeah, and also going into the, again that that important. Uh, I mean, Dallas. You know, they love their they love their Thanksgiving game, and that's going right in. Or that's the game right before that too. So I don't think they want to be talking about a loss uh, um, the the following uh, Thursday there. Um, the uh, next game after that would be the uh, the Panthers at home. What uh, um, what do we think on this? Even though it's, it scares the hell out of me, but I'm going Vikings. Yeah, this one, this one, I still, uh, I, I like it too. Um, fun storyline, obviously, would be the the Teddy Two Gloves aspect there. Um, you know, coming back to Minnesota um, with his new team, so could be uh, could be some interesting uh, interesting storylines for that one. Um, but I am going to agree with uh, with Ryan on this one. I think this one should be a, a win um, for uh, for our for our home team. Everybody right, agreed I, on, the, on that one? I picked the win. I picked the W too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's one of the games too. I hope that if they can do limited fans, I can try to get a ticket to just to go see Teddy again. Will you wear yeah. a Viking? Uh, do, do you have a Vikings Teddy jersey still? Yep. Yeah, I do. Would you Would you rock it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Does, does that mean I, you'll cheer look, for Teddy, but you want the Vikings to win? Yeah, like if he does something good, I'll pop for it. It's okay. You know, it's just it's it's once again it's that it's that just unfortunate circumstance of the NFL because everything's so go 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 that you know he had the bad injury and things happen and that's why he's not here and we got we got lucky with an opportunity of getting a guy like Cousins so you know there was no also, animosity. It also didn't help that his first game back he throws a pick, but. First pass, first, first throw back. back. <laughs> I just remember going, oh, no, Teddy. <laughs> I remember the text. God, it was so bad. <laughs> he, had, he didn't play in, like, for so long, though, man. Like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't really fault that no, guy. No, but it was just, it was kind of like when the game against Denver, like, week 17, when Troy Williamson gets a bomb from Gus Perot, and it just bounces right off the middle of his numbers and straight in the air, and he exactly. falls over. T-Jack threw that ball. Was it T-Jack? I can't remember the quarterback. Yeah. And you just remember going, uh, you just remember uh, Paul Allen's like, well, that's the last we'll see of Troy Williamson. And you're just like, oh. 
<laughs> I mean, like, he drilled him and he fell over. He had another deep one, too, where he, like, turned around too soon, and the ball, like, like went over his head or something, or went through, like, he was so bad at had a lot of deep balls that he screwed up on, let's be honest. He was so bad at tracking the, I think he's probably the worst I've ever seen at, at a receiver position, like, tracking the ball, because yeah. that guy, that guy was always open, like, he would get open, because he was so fast and agile, he just, he could not catch. Well, his eyes or his vision was so bad, like, I always felt bad, because you could genuinely tell that, I mean, that dude was trying everything. He got LASIK. He went to the Nike hands camp. He, he did this. He did that. I mean, this dude genuinely tried so hard. I feel so bad because of it. Because he, I mean, he really tried hard. And another thing, too, like, I think Childress was really bad at, like, at, like, using players, like, strengths and, like, figuring out how to fit them into his system. And if you watch, like, Williamson's, like, tape at, like, South Carolina and stuff, coming out, he ran a lot of reverses, ran a lot of screens and stuff. And, like, if they could have done that, they might have got some use out of him. But Brad Childers is so, like, my system's the best to kick ass offense. Um, 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 I can, any player can fit into it and do what I need them to do. Um, um, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't make concessions for no one, uh, kick ass off it. Childress is like the epitome of that guy who's, who's like, he just caps as a coordinator. Like he's good enough where you think he could not do it, but you just need to just leave him there as a coordinator. Yeah. Like. We get how smart you are, and we understand what you know how to do, but you're just not fit to run a team. But he didn't. He wasn't even calling plays. Andy Reid was calling all the plays when he was a coordinator. <laughs> Brad Childress, what a dope. <laughs> chili, man. It's all about chili. It's about to be chili for Gardner Minshew when we beat his ass at the bank. Um, 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 right. I, um, I, um, I, um, I, um, uh. Chili, the, the the fake uh, the fake uh, what's his name? The, not Phil Knight, Phil Jackson. Tried no, so I, hard to be like tried so hard to be like Phil Jackson on uh, post conferences, man. But he ended up looking more like Major Dad. <laughs> Damn! Whoa, that's so great. Uh, all right, so so again, the uh, we we said Vikings come back and they do beat Teddy. Uh, obviously, we're taking the Vikings over the Jags. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Uh, unless they re-sign, unless they resign Blake Bortles, then then I'm going <laughs> Jags. <laughs> Who, who's he gonna throw to? I can't even tell you right now. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's his face? DJ DJ Shark. He's pretty good. DJ Shark. And then they have that other receiver that out of Oklahoma. I think I forgot his name though. Who I drafted in fantasy? Keaton, what, uh, Chris Conley or Keelan Cole was one of those guys. No. no. D.D. Westbrook. There you go. Yeah, D.D. Westbrook. That's who it was. Go Jags. There you go. 
now, now for the big game on the road uh, up against Tom Brady, Gronkowski, essentially the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Patriots. Um, wh- what do we got going here in December? I don't care, damn. <laughs> I don't like you. Well, I, I don't know if I can call them the Tampa Bay Patriots because they only have two players out of 52. So that's a little too much for me, but I will give them the W because I'll be rolling at that point. Wow. I'm going to go Vikings here. The Belichick mm-hmm. factor is what kills us. No Belichick? Yeah, Brady, Brady's no longer with Belichick, so I I'm think gonna, the Vikings I'm have gonna... a chance one. I'm going to say this is where our secondary gets us in trouble. Uh, you have crafty, crafty. I'm going to call him a receiver in Gronkowski as well as two of the best over-the-top guys in the, in the league. So um, Tampa Bay gets that win. Uh, division game, we get yeah. to go back at oh, home with the Bears. Wrong. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. Do, do, you want, do, you want the, do you want to hit the trash button? Trash hater. <laughs> I like that, that. This is this is this will be the game that gets. Uh, and, and also, this will be the game where we throw like six picks, and we'll be all be calling for uh, for for cousins to get benched. Uh, Kirk Cousins is such a bad quarterback. Uh. Bring that Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Bring, bring him back. Uh, <laughs> the, blah blah blah. We get the we get the Bears at home here. What what do we do for against the Bears? We're coming out for blood after our loss to TB12. Give me the dub. I'll give them, I'll give them the dub against the Bears at home. All right. Vikings, 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 right there, perfect. Both will, um, will be benched by then. Trubisky will probably be in. <laughs> Trubisky's <laughs> on his way out the door. They're they're already waiting for for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> the uh, wow, if they do that bad again. Do they have a pick this year? Yeah, I think they finally get one this year. Mm. Um, Vikings on the road, though. New Orleans, the Saints. What do we got going on with this game? It's Christmas time, baby. Give me the W. Really? We own them bitches lately. I'm going Vikings. And they're going to come out so hard to try to beat our ass, and we're going to beat them again and piss Mm. everybody off in New Orleans. Oh, man. I'm going to say the Saints on this one. Sorry, guys. No, it's okay. Uh, don't apologize to me. Hater. I, I, oddly <laughs> enough, though, I don't think any of us have them losing back-to-back games. Nope. Brian uh, has them losing back-to-back, actually. Has them losing three games in a row, actually. Jesus. Yeah. I'm really scared about that week five through eight. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, that's the... Uh, because that, that's, that that's, Lions game could be such a trap game, too. Yeah. So, speaking of the Lions, here we go. Last game of the season. We get to close out against them. What, what do we got? What do I have the record at? Uh, let me take a quick peek here. Well, I'm gonna, so, we're looking at uh, you got the Vikings going one, two, three. They start off 4-0 and oh with you, though. Uh, yep. And they lose three, so they're 4-3, and three, five, six. So, uh, so six and four. Let's see, eight and five, uh, ten. Yeah, right now you're looking at uh, ten wins prior to this game. Um, I'm gonna go lost then because I think we're going ten and six. What about All me? Right. 
Uh, see, you got him. You got him almost undefeated at this point. Uh, Man, that's <laughs> tight as hell. <laughs> Let's see, so, uh, they're one and one, two and one, three and one, three and two, uh, four, four and two, uh, four and three, five and three. Oh, five and four. Six and four, seven and four, eight and four, nine and four, ten and four, eleven and four. <laughs> what do you got for the last pick here? Since they're gonna be, since they're probably gonna be in like, play, like it's, they're not gonna have to worry about anything with their record for position and seeding and stuff. I'll probably say that to Elks. They'll probably rest their starters. Mm, gotta give, uh, gotta give, gotta gotta rest, uh, gotta rest our quarterback. Gotta gotta rest Keenum. Um, <laughs> uh, got, uh, man, you're laughing at your own jokes tonight, dog. I, I am, man. I'm sorry. We, we don't find sorry. that funny whatsoever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, I actually got him winning that last game. So the guy tonight, Jordan's a guy liking his own posts on Facebook. I got, I got, He's going to be the guy on Monday Football going, I wish they didn't sign Tannehill. They should have kept Mariota. <laughs> I, I am going to say that. I'd still say that. Mario stinks. <laughs> no, stop. He's, Mario, he's not good. Mario, he's dealt a he's bad good. hand. You sound like me with Tavares Jackson. I think Tavares Jackson had more steady, uh, steady coaching opportunities than uh, than than uh, my guy did. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he stinks. You stop. You're just a homer he, like I am. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna kill it. He's gonna go ham. Mariota never figured out how to open, throw guys open. That's his biggest problem, and he gets hurt all the time. Kid trans receivers, you... poor offensive line, and had three different offensive coordinators in four years. Three head coaches too. Just saying. That's he didn't so really throw I. the ball. In, well, that's the thing is he didn't even really throw the ball in Oregon because of that weird ass offense. So he he never really well, was like, a thrower. In or in Oregon, like the way their offense was set up is. Like the receivers ran routes where he just threw it like right to where they were. They ran like a lot of like hitches and like mm-hmm. stuff where he didn't have to like he put couldn't balls adapt in the to the NFL. Spots. He didn't have to put balls in the tight spots and didn't have to try and throw guys open. The, the like the routes were already made for him to just. Boop. For the record, I, I I would like to say that I that draft year I I uh, I said I wanted them to take the uh, Amari Cooper. So that whoever was the next quarterback in would have somebody to throw to, for the record. But I digest. Uh, so we got our. You mean you digress? I, that's what I said. I digest. Um, <laughs> Don't laugh so at it. I'm trying not to. I'm laughing because you laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I know where this is going about the digesting. No, I was just gonna say we're we're done. We made our picks. I got them saved. We're, we're done until I say we're done. It <laughs> <laughs> ain't over. I, I saved them for sure. However, however, the, the, this being done here does get me a segue because this would be the last of our NFL. So I'm going to give us our three strikes since it's NFL related. How's that Ooh, What's up? What is? I was trying to find the sounder during that portion and I couldn't find it. So, 
So for the sake of uh, playing something, I'm just going to play this. Minus five stars. I uh. Dancing through the night. I kind of like your version better, actually. <laughs> all right, all right. So, all right, guys. So, since we're on NFL, we're talking scheduling. Um, I figure I wanted to talk about the NFL's 500 win club. Oh, including, including the playoffs. Playoffs, we got one, two, three, well, we got 15 teams. 15 teams are in the 500 win club. Holy crap. Who, want, who wants to start? Yeah, I mean, so you got a 50 50 shot at this point to get, get your three starts uh, in, right? New England Patriots. Uh, yes, they're, they're actually, <laughs> you're, you're safe. They're at, uh, they're number five, they have 549, one, two, three, four. Uh, so that make them the 11th highest? Elijah? Um, I know, like, the Vikings have, like, a pretty, uh, their record is pretty, uh, um, like, overall, I think they're, like, one of the top, like, five teams for, like, all-time wins, I believe. Um, I guess I'm going to go Vikings, just to get it out of the way. Vikings are the uh, number 14 team with 509. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is the number four team with 672 wins. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. They are, uh, let's see, number 11 actually there with 555. The Patriots were number 12. I apologize. Um, Green Bay Packers. The Pack is the number one. 791 wins. God. Obviously, half of those te- half of those were against teams that uh, didn't live to be, uh, I don't know, like 45. <laughs> they were playing teams like us. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, we were perennial powerhouses back in the day, too. No, I mean, like, me, you, and Elijah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Those, I th- I'm sorry. I thought you meant, like, the Vikings. Uh, no. <laughs> so, just, like, just Elijah, dudes. Who, who, who you got? <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of some teams that like have, were like really good in the past, like the Raiders. Oh, a team that was really good in the past in our division, Chicago Bears. Bears number two, good call. All right, San Francisco Forty Niners. Uh, they are smack dab in the middle there, five hundred and seventy-seven wins. All right, so we got seven, seven for seven, Elijah. I'm going to guess because they kind of have a sort of like storied history, kind of, or they they were good in the past. Kind of. I'm going to guess Giants, New York Giants. Giants number three, my guy, number nice. three with seven hundred seven hundred twenty-one. One of three teams in the seven the seven hundred club. Seven hundred club, Pat Robertson. Um, We're going to pray the Corona away, y'all. Um, <laughs> um, let's go. Whoa, poop. is that Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> yeah. You got, you got uh, some fava beans and a nice Chianti? Nice Chianti, yeah. <laughs> um, let me go with the Miami Dolphins. 
there is your first strike. Despite Bart. being the undefeated team, their coach having the, the highest, their best win percentage of all coaches all time, Don Shula. Don Shula's a bitch. Uh, rest in peace. Come on, bro. Too soon. Whoa. Whoa. That's one strike. I should give you a second one just for that, but it's one strike. <laughs> He didn't. He, he he needed to win another 484 games. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> Eliza. What do you got, man? I think just because again the, another team that had a lot of success in the past, but I was like they were AFL team for a little bit. Like they weren't even an NFL team for. I'm still gonna guess. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Mm, wow. That is strike two. Damn. This might be the end of us. This is the end. Mama told me one day it was going to happen, but she never told me when. Elijah, what do you think about Buffalo? Um, not sure. What do you think about Denver? I was kind of thinking Denver, too, but I don't know if they have the longevity is what I, I didn't say them. Whatever we're gonna say, I don't think we're gonna get this anyway. Okay, let's go. Let's go, Denver. Denver is number fifteen, five hundred and six wins. Remember, nice. they went to four. Uh, you know, they they also went to four Super Bowls prior to uh, prior to winning one there also. So, uh, get it in. Um, crush days. How many do I'm we need? Gonna, we need six more. Um. Can we say the Colts, based on back when they had like Johnny Unitas and then when they That's had true, and then they did have the Manning. Yeah, I'm fine with the Colts. Colts, uh, five forty six. They are uh, definitely on that list. They're so you got the bottom three teams, the top three, nope, top two, top two teams. No, you got the top three. I'm just ignore me. So we need five more teams. It's like, so sneaky because there's some probably some teams that you wouldn't think that would like have that many wins. Would the New York Jets be one? You think? I, I, the only one I could that, that I feel like had a chance is Buffalo, but then again, like I don't know. What about the Rams? That would that that could be a good one to try. You want to do it? Sure. Go Rams. Go Rams, indeed. 598 uh, 598 wins. Hell yeah. So we need four more. You know, there's another team, too, that used to, like, the Redskins used to be good, and they've been around for a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. At this point, I I don't have a good answer, so... All right, there you go. Skins topping it out there. Uh, the, the, you actually got the top five. The, the top five were Packers, oh, wow. Bears, Giants, uh, Steelers, and Redskins. 626 wins for the Redskins. Obviously, they haven't got they haven't got any this decade. So I think uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think uh, they're they're really coasting on their laurels from past years. Uh, <laughs> so we need three more. I don't know if Las Vegas has. I don't, like they used to be really good, but they've had some they've had some lean years. Like they had a decade of shit 
So did the Redskins, though, when they were on there. Weren't Redskins like weren't the Redskins around longer as a franchise though? Probably. I don't. I guess like the Raiders and Bills are two teams that I could see out of the three, but I'm not confident. What about like the Houston Oilers? I would say pick pick one between the Bills and like you pick this one. I'll just ride with the Bills idea because they had O.J. Simpson, too, back in the day. Let's go Bills. Yeah, Bills not on this list despite the yeah. uh, four Super Bowls there. Um, actually, you were barking up the, the wrong tree on, on both those teams there when you were talking about the Raiders as well. Um, teams you missed, the, uh, oddly enough, the, the, uh, um, the uh, Detroit Lions. Yeah, oh, God, I forgot about them. They used yeah. to be really- like back before, like a hundred years before I was born, the uh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Oh wow! Whoa. I was thinking, I was thinking Phoenix Cardinals, but I, there's no way he had enough balls to say that. Yeah. You, you, you should have had them. And then, uh, and then, uh, fly Eagles, fly man, the Eagles. I thought the Eagles, but I didn't. I didn't remember how long they were around. Like I was looking at that that a little bit, and I was like, mm. "Yeah, no, good one, good one." Wow, like this one didn't come down to the last one, Ryan. Your streak is over. Yeah, yeah. yeah when when uh, you dropped that one, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have a rough time tonight." Elijah Bale got out of those. Yeah, there's some. There's definitely some good ones. Yeah, the uh, three members of the 700 Club: the Bears, uh, the Chicago um, Packers, and Giants. Yeah, Robert and uh, Tammy Faye Baker. Six, uh, <laughs> the uh, the 600 uh, 600 Club uh, equally as small with three teams: uh, Steelers, Skins, and the um, and the Eagles. Then you have uh, the 500 Club, which is obviously uh, the deepest, but um, two two wins away for the Rams to to enter that 600 number. Um, crazy, awesome. Uh, I like the Dolphins pick, by the way. I I, I wish I would have had the full list as far as uh, just to see where everyone else is at. But uh, lo and behold, here we are. That was three strikes, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. I hate Ryan. you. Yes, sir. You uh, you were throwing fastballs earlier. Really wanted to talk about that MLB, and you were getting really uh, really jacked about it. You you want to talk a little MLB? Yeah, we can talk some MLB. Okay, I know I know you're super excited. I know you want your Dodgers uh, to be able to play on uh, on July fourth. Oh, know, I'm telling you, Fourth of July, I'm gonna be sitting on my deck with a beer and a hot dog, watching Jose Altuve get blasted in the hip with a fastball. I can't wait. Um, so you, you touched on it earlier. The the owners did indeed uh, agree to the current um, the current proposal. Um, included in the proposal would be an 82 game regional schedule, not a 100 game like we were discussing earlier on. Yeah, 144 um, was the old one. Um, designated hitter, it would be universal, so there is no um, yep. no uh, no pitchers batting, uh, unless of course you're one sweet stud for the Angels. Um, yeah, you're just this tight-ass dude who can do both things. Yeah, you're, you're the Kazuchika Okada of baseball. Uh, <laughs> um, now, 14 teams getting into the postseason. Um, and, uh, and, and obviously the, the division winners get their buy and then plans, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they're talking about the 50-50 revenue split. 
Um, players already took a prorated pay cut um, for the season. However, this one would be um, presumably not doing empty stadiums. So that 50% makeup, that, that's usually half the revenues for these, these teams. Um, the owners are looking for a little more of a cut here. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what, um, what becomes the, um, the actual – uh, numbers at the end at the end here is see how quick they can get a deal going in so they can do a, I think you know like like Ryan was saying a one um, uh, kind of a one month camp to get everything back going the um, as well as get tested and, and, and etc the uh, gimmicks with the the um, playoffs you have two teams with the best record in each league um, they get the wild card round by. Uh, two other division winners and top wild card team get to host um, three game series in the wild card round, and then the other division winners uh, get to pick their wild card round opponent. So that's kind of uh, kind of gross when you think about that. Uh, get to pick your opponent. I love that. I love that because that, that's that'll add animosity, which really oh, yeah, makes it so cool. awesome. That's bulletin board material all day mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, that should be in the team that gets picked first. Yeah. Like, I, want, oh, I got the first pick. I want to play them. Oh, yeah. you son of a bitch. All right, let's go. You know, like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, they're looking at 30-man active rosters with 20-player taxi squads. So, um, definitely yep. um, definitely some little expanded just from the jump. Um but um, yeah, right now the sticking point does seem to be the the, the revenue split, um, as far as that goes, and then um, and I think they have um, some um, they have still some concerns in regards to the actual player safety as far as um, preventing the spread of virus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So so that that going forth, I know Ryan, you and I were definitely discussing it. We're thinking about all the great matchups that we could see on some July 4th baseball for America's pastime. Uh, oh. And, and you, you mentioned you, you said your team would be the late game, obviously in that same division with Houston for this, uh, for this soiree. Uh, what are some other matchups that uh, could maybe uh, we could really be celebrating with some uh, on the Stars and Stripes birthday there? I mean, you mentioned Yankees, Red Sox. I think that's a given. I, I think Twins, Cubs could play. I think that could be fun. Or Twins, Brewers, Cubs, White Sox, something like that. That could be fun, especially with those divisions stacking up. But the money, I mean, ESPN is drooling over the fact of putting up a Dodgers-Astros game opening day. I can, oh, yeah. I mean, they're frothing at the mouth. <laughs> yeah, and that, uh, I mean, that, that's going to be sweet. And like you said, I, you know, um, yeah, I, I would like to see. Obviously, you know, we can have Boston Yankees because that's just the, the you know guaranteed uh, guaranteed four hours uh, down the drain. Um, you know the um, you know you could have New York, New York. You could have Chicago, Chicago. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, you got you got lots of really good games. You know, you could have. Uh, what do you Twins, think? Twins Saint Braves Lewis. would be fun. Yeah, I yeah. think so. There's a lot of history I, between those teams. You know, they'd be in the same division, I think, so they could pull it off. Because I think the Braves are in the East, or would would I think they would be one of the randos in the Central because they would need to. I can't remember. Or no, no, they would be East. So it wouldn't happen. I, I apologize. That wouldn't happen. I did see one sketch that did have them in the same as the. Uh, yeah, the that's Queen. what I thought too. That's yeah, what I you're, thought. Yeah, you're, you're not. 
So yeah, it we used to be that. that. Well, um, like I think the Twins, it would be good because for one, the history that the teams have in the past. For two, like this could be a new decent rivalry with them because they both got really young, talented teams. The Braves just beat us in the playoffs last year, so I mean, could be interesting between those guys. Yeah, so Baltimore, Miami, Pittsburgh. Yeah, they would move Pittsburgh out of the central and then move Atlanta over to the or from the east to the central. That's what it would that's what it would be. Yeah, that's right. That then there you go. That Because and Pittsburgh's I, you know, already on the east. Yeah, and and that's one of those weird like uh do you do you or don't you kind of things like is it is it a midwest you know is pittsburgh a midwest thing or is it an east coast thing like it, that's always one of those really weird location based and i think it makes sense because then they can play the phillies so you can keep it in state so it's just easier that way too oh yeah that's right yeah you got you got your phillies yeah you gotta have your you gotta have your in-states um yeah, and and speaking of in-states, I mean, again, you get all these regional rivalries, which will be absolutely, you know, when you talk about local paper, local papers or local media, I mean, how awesome would it you get to you get to cover, you know, St. Louis gets the, I mean, granted the Royals suck, but you get the Royals and St. Louis, you get, you know, you get Chicago and Chicago, you get Minnesota I and the it. Brewers. Are you kidding? Like, let's go. I know that there's some people who, you know, there's purists who say, you know, if you can't do 162, you can't keep the divisions the same. Don't do it. Don't mess with the integrity. And I understand that to a T. Like, as a big enough sports fan, I get where that comes from. But I also know of how much America especially needs sports. I've preached about this every week with you guys. That's just what our backbone is. It's just, it, there's no other way to put it. And I think doing this condensed season where at least you can get some good content and you can keep it so local, the games I think will be a little more fun. And it's almost like I, like I just, yeah, let's just throw it in the air and have some fun. And that's what I like about it. I mean, I'm frothing at nine games versus Houston. Game that, oh game, that gets, game that's off the board now would be the, uh, I'm sure, the, the, um, the, uh, the game down in Iowa with the Yankees. Um, yeah, well, cause, so 82 games, you have nine teams in your division with you. My guess is you play one team ten times and the other team's nine teams, nine times, and that's how you get to 82. Yeah. So, you know, it, and, and look, this, it bums me out. This you, Next month, I think, I think exactly a month from today, Dodgers are supposed to be at target field. I was excited to go watch the two teams. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get that. It's probably going to be a year out because if they keep the same schedule this year, next year, cool. Okay, I'll get to see it then. But, you know, I, it's, you know it is what it is, but it's just it's, it's still having it. You know, like yeah. I've, never, I've never thought I'd be excited to watch an Athletics-Padres game. I don't care. <laughs> like, give it to me. We're talking you know? money ball right there, man. Give me what I want. <laughs> just give me what I want. <laughs> give You're it gonna, to me. <laughs> You're going to give it to me. If, if you don't, I'm going to continue to keep hurting all the people you love or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, but he says, though. Just give, give me what me. I want. Somebody made a, um, a Bruno Mars bit over there where he's like, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh, man. So I just – look, and, you know, to go back to the thing you said about the players, normally I'm all for agreeing with the players. 
but I, I agree with what Mark Teixeira said. He said, look, you know, I'm all, all for the boys. And some of the boys, some of the players, you know, combated him for it. But he's like, this is a different circumstance we've never been a part of. We don't know what it is. We need to, as, as you know, we're role models. We're people, people rely on us in, in this country for, for their entertainment and things like that. And, and yeah. that's where it, you just suck it up this one year. You know, think of how many people, and you know, think of all the people that aren't working. You know, yeah. who would who would kill for a situation like that? You yeah. know, you're still making a ton of money. It's not yeah. going to kill you. Absolutely. Just do it because people need this. This is this is what we need, and that's why I think when it's all said and done, it's going to happen. Yeah. I think the, the, the little money talk is is just kind of whatever. And and part of it is it's just the the MLBPA being selfish because they don't want a salary cap, and that's literally what that makes it is a salary cap. Yeah, well, and, you know, but they're also it's also the only league that would be a doing an actual fifty fifty split. No other league actually does a fifty fifty split for exactly. for a the year at all. So, and this is the one time you can't give the owners shit. Like the owners are going, look, let's just split it down the middle and have a season, guys. Well, at the same time, the owners the owners are also trying to cover their ass because they have the most they have the most to lose right now if, if no games happen. They they the. Uh, they have uh, if no games happen, they're down 125 million. But then that that number escalates um, come playoff time from the playoff TV money. So, so you know, they, they are they are covering their asses on that. But but that but that being said, like you know, so I you know as a guy who will never see a million dollars in his life, um, you know, uh, you know, sorry. <laughs> But uh, but you know you know and, and as one of those guys who's been out of work for um, God it's going on two months now. Um, yeah, and, and I wasn't gonna say that. That's kind of why I bit my tongue because you know I was like I didn't want to say anything, but I mean you brought it up now, so I don't no, feel bad. Yeah. No, and that's and that's the thing is like yeah, <laughs> my feelings, my feelings. <laughs> nah. um, but you know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things. Like yeah, we you know we do need this, and I'll never forget like when the economy was bad, and and I'll, I'll still always give. I'll never forget what I think about Rich Rodriguez getting pissy at Michigan fans because he's losing football games and they're calling him out on it. And he says there's bigger things going on than Michigan football. Well, yes, there's certainly bigger things going on than baseball. Okay. And I'll fully admit that. But right now I got to be honest, we, we need a little bit, a little bit of a distraction. We need a little yeah. something, you know, I can't, I can't watch, I can't watch Tiger King more than once. Okay. Like, <laughs> Hey, hey, all right, I don't care. All right, hey, damn, damn, Carol Baskins. All right, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I uh, that's what it's going to fix itself up. You know that's what I mean? Like, and, and that's the thing is that like, obviously, everything's going to take time. Obviously, we want everyone to be better. We want everything to be in a perfect place. We want everyone to be safe. Okay, that's that's the the thing. If we're going to be empty stadium games, that's fine. We're going to discuss the empty arena thing when we talk about UFC uh, shortly after uh, these next two segments. Also, you know what I mean. And and I got to be honest. I, when I talk about these empty arena sports, I'm excited for them. Okay, you know what? Yeah, they're not going to do the 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 Field of Dreams game down in Iowa with with the Yankees. But these are all going to feel like Sandlot games. You know what I mean? You're only yeah. going to have players. You know, if you're not going to have guys, people in the stands, and I'm okay with that too. You know what I mean? You're like, it's going to be cool. You know, I I said to you, I thought the the, the UFC was better because you could hear the, the punches so much better. Like, I yeah. loved it. When, yeah. when I'm, you know, my pro wrestling for the last two months has been empty arena, and, and I don't, half the time, I don't really notice it. It's 
it's it's not that you don't you kind of just forget about it. And when it's all said and done, look, if you're the players, just say, look, we'll agree to this 50-50 split for this season, but not past this season. And the owners go, okay, cool. Then what's the problem? Because otherwise you're just not going to get paid at all. Yeah, that's exactly right, right? Like, that's the other thing. It's like, okay, do you want $0? Like, that's the other thing is how I look at it. But, but you know, that aside, Elijah, do you got any, any thoughts on uh, this this conundrum for MLB? I just want to see the Twins play. But, I mean, I don't really, I guess, I don't know. You know, look at, you know, Florida said, look, teams that, that aren't able to start playing at home, we'll find a place for you in Florida. Arizona said pro sports can start Saturday. Like, the states are opening up for it. Let's just get going. You know, the, the two states, the spring training happens. Uh, and I think right the only one that's, yeah, it's got the big sticking point. I think Canada, I think they've already put a, I think like they said nothing till June. So this actually still technically still well outlines them too. So, um, but like, I don't know. It, 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 like I said, I'm fine. I, I'm, here's the I thing. Think I, now I that the proposal has gone out there, and with as much of it being talked about, when it's all said and done, the owners just said, "Look, this is the best we can do, and it, for it to financially make sense." This and, and the players know that this is the one time you can't really be mad at the owners. Because they're still trying to run their business when it's all at the end of the day, and it's also not their fault. This is nobody's fault. This is not. No, no, but, there's not a fault. Sure, sure, but, hold on. So, so when strikes happen, they blame the owners for strikes. If this season doesn't happen, the players are going to be the one that can call out on it, and the players know that, and that's why I think it'll fix itself and we'll be fine. Because eventually it's going to get to the point where the players are going to go, if we don't do this, we're going to be the bad guys, and that could hurt us in the long run. Well, you know, here, here's here's the thing. It's like I don't think here here's. I'm also I'm gonna be the guy that says this too. Is is I will not fault any player that says you know what I don't feel safe. I don't want to be away from my family. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo poo any guy that says that. True. So let okay. me. But let so, me, so let me say this to you. Yep. They're they're going to be playing home games. So it's no different than than a normal. In fact, they're going to be home at some points even more because there'll be longer stretches of games. Yeah. So they're going to get more family time. Yeah. And the but thing the that they're thing not is- agreeing on is the money, and the fans well, know that. So they they never they did they had no no issues with any safety when that when that proposal went down. The first thing they said is we won't play with a salary cap. They didn't they didn't they didn't poo poo safety or say, Well we're nervous about testing safety. They immediately said we we're not talking we're not talking salary cap money. And that came out and now the fans know that the players immediately said it's all about the money. And that's that, exactly that's- what you do not want to be the stigma on you. That's that's like four or five. Like here's the thing: is like like you can't. Yeah, that's that's one thing. But here's the thing: is there are still teams that are going to be traveling into cities, and ho- you're still going to be staying in hotels. They're still going to be dealing with you know places that uh, that have that have had it, that have had people that have contact. They're yep. tough to deal those contact points. That is safety is still a real concern, and the 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 money is going to be the sticking point. Is what everyone's going to talk about, but it's still a, a legitimate concern for these players. It, um, it is. In, in, in the articles that I've read. So. What I'm saying is when, when that's the, the focal point of your counter is immediately saying the word money, you immediately 
prioritize that over it. Outside of, I think, what, Trevor Bauer of, of the Phillies or whatever, or not Phillies, of uh, the Reds, like, I, I, I haven't seen anybody actually blatantly come out and talk talk money as far as, uh, as, well, far that, as was, that goes. That was all the reports came out that the players' union said that we will not, no, under no circumstances, will we agree to a salary cap, and that's what the 50-50 yeah. split was. But that's, and it was again, never, the unions they, they don't necessarily mean the players. Like, the unions are also representatives also. Like, there, there's also non-player the reps. Unions. I mean, come on now. Like, well, at yeah. some point, we got to stop trying to put these guys on a freaking pedestal. And we the gotta, unions also got to get it paid, man. <laughs> But, well, I understand that, but you also, but you got to realize that word, the way that you speak in the context of what you do, people will take and ride with. And when the first thing that comes out of anyone's mouth is the word money and not safety, nobody's going to listen about that because you made it, immediately made it about money over anything else. That's yeah. the problem. That's why I guess I, I I've read a couple different articles where it outlined both. So I guess I, I don't know if, 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 if we're... And even if they all have both, I bet you Buggy was the first word in that sentence. Well, that, yeah, but who's writing it? It's not the player writing it. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's, also, it's, also, it's the media. They've got to sensationalize things. That's what we but do. What if, what if it's the exact quote? The exact quote is, we, we, don't, we don't agree with the money and the safety. You still said money first. That was the first thing that came out of your mouth because that's the most important thing to me. Uh, I mean, that's the no, that's psychology. I mean, that's, we, could, we, could, we, could, we could argue semantics on that all we want. But Agreed. either way. Season's gonna but happen, hopefully, hopefully, and we're gonna be positive about these things. All right, we gonna be positive and go from there. Um, speaking of uh, players' unions, uh, NBA PA may have uh, sent out a <laughs> sent out a text message inquiring whether or not players were gonna be interested in resuming the season. However, reps from the PA also said they never sent such te- <laughs> such texts out. Um, I was reading some interesting thought processes on some of these uh, some of these things, and and it sounds like I think actually you you know you and I were spitballing uh, some of the ideas about guys like Kevin Durant and whatnot playing. However, there's already they've already shut down the concept of them coming back. Do you think, uh, like, what do you think the actual if you had to put a percentage on it, number of players in the NBA that said, all right, let's go. I think a lot of them will. I think that's going to start up. I think it's crazy how hockey suddenly is the one that's not being talked about starting up as much when that was the one that seemed like it was going to be going first. And But here's the thing is now it's also been the quietest. Like, we have more NBA and MLB news than we do hockey, and hockey seemed to be the one that was jumping out from it. So uh, and I, I, I think know. it's because the NBA is so well ran right now because the players like their boss. And the boss is such a good player guy that they work together so well that I think they're going to have this figured out. Yeah. I think deep down without us knowing everything, I think it's just a matter of them trying to figure out how long they need for a training camp for conditioning. Because today there was 12 players that were at the Miami heat facility already working out. I mean, already, I mean, those players were there like knocking on the door the day it happened. Yeah. So these guys are ready to go. Like, I mean, not physically, but I mean, like, they want to do it. They want to get rolling. Well, the Heat especially, or the heat especially considering the great strides they made. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely going to be some teams that are like, you know what, let's pack it in, let's take my draft position where it's at, and uh, and uh, and move on. But, um, and again, some of those guys that are recovering, you're, 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 you know, they're, they're, like I said, you're not going to see Durant, even if, even if there was some sort of weird plan is what, uh, is what, uh, he was the agent I still said, think so. Durant, man, I don't, like, now, um, uh, uh, 
Myers and uh, Bob Myers and all the Golden State guys said, you know, ignore what Steve Kerr said. If we need to play any games, we are going to play ball and and, and our players will play the last games in support of the rest of the league because we're not, you know, don't he's just he's not being totally serious. He's just joking around with it. So like these these guys are already coming out and saying that they're ready to go. Yeah, but are you going to have these guys coming from injury? Is the question. I don't think you're. No, going to I don't think that. I, I don't think Clay or Steph play because of that. But I still think because they're in a playoff spot. Depending what happens, I I still until until the rosters come out for for the NBA playoffs, I I still don't think you can you can totally poo poo Kevin Durant not playing. Uh, I think his agent already. I think his agent already said no on that one. Well, the agent was the one that says we'll have to wait and find out, and he kind of laughed about it, which is what made it, made me talk about it. Oh. He's like, well, let's have to wait and see what happens with the playoffs. And I'm like, well, that to me tells me that there's talk. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then, uh, again, you know, so the PA backtracked on the uh, – said that uh, no message was sent out. So, um, But there was a couple of retweets to um, – uh, to Wojnarowski, who, uh, who who also kind of pushed the story forward, um, and guys like John Morant said, you know, I want to play. So, you know, will we see NBA? One can only hope, because uh, that's the one that I'm also most excited to see: Empty Arena. And speaking of Empty Arena, we did have new sports this weekend. Ryan UFC held its uh, Empty Arena event, uh, and we got to see uh, some live contests, rather, albeit very quiet couple awkward moments when it comes to post ring or when you got Bruce Buffer, you know, really hyping things up to a crowd of nobodies. Um, you know, but, uh, but that being said, I was excited to see it and we saw some cool moments. What, what, what were your takeaways from this USC event? There was some banging fights. And look, we, we've all, I mean, Jordan Elijah, you guys t- did some MCW, uh, take it around with us when we were doing it. You know, there's, there's some days where you have a, what feels like an empty arena, but you still got to go ham. And uh, they did that. You know, they didn't Bruce Buffer, as you mentioned himself, treated it like he should have. And I'm, I'm very happy that he did. And we had some really fun fights on, uh, on that show. And it was a stacked um, car, man. And he, Henry Cejudo still bothers the hell out of me. There's just something not right about that guy. I don't know if it's his Triple weird body. C. What's that? Triple C. Yeah, Triple C. Why? Well, I, I, he's just, he, he, he scares me because he's just like awkward. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, he's just weird. He's I don't either, know what his problem is. himself, he's like, I'm super cringy, I know. Like, he, <laughs> he's like, he's, he's kind of like, he's, qu- he's kinda quadruple like, C yeah. now. <laughs> I forgot he said that. He goes, you don't have to listen to me anymore. Um, look, and that's the like. Did you see Data White giving that? Yeah, he'll be retired for a month. Type type oh, look. They're gonna, give him, they're gonna give him huge money to come back and fight somebody. And like you, you don't want to be cringy, but you're announcing. You, I just want to announce my retirement. Shut up. Uh, he's done it. I mean, he's done it so well. Like, dude, dude's. Dude's a fighter, man. Like, yeah, yeah, he's good. Between 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 Olympics, between you know what I mean, between between the actual fights, like, dude comes in, kicks ass, and handles business. You know what I mean? Like, 
he's been linked to WWE, but apparently he didn't realize that they just fired like 20 wrestlers because they're not getting a ton of money coming in. So I don't, they, they just, they just fired Kane Velasquez. So. <laughs> I don't think he's, I don't yeah, think he got the yeah, it sounds like Kane had a little, uh, I guess, a little more behind-the-scenes stuff, is my understanding. But, but, uh, but that, but that aside, um, got to see Greg Hardy beat Jorgen DeCastro. Um, Francis Ngato destroyed Jairio Rosenstruck. Twenty-one seconds. Oh my Dude, God! <laughs> there is nothing so about that. There is nothing about that fight that said I was going to go longer than the first round. Like, like oh you just say God. those names. You're, you just say those names, and you know, like, yep, someone's gonna die here. You know, dude, Rosenstruck was like, he, it, it, Elijah. It looked like uh, when you when you knock the guy down in fight night, but keep throwing. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was just <laughs> eat more shots, and the referee was like, I don't know why the ref didn't jump in. I think it's because he, he did, it was so fast, and the ref by the time the ref caught it, it was too late. Well, he was still going down when it's a problem. Like he was just getting wrecked the entire time. Like he falls down, eats six shots on the way down, and he was like throwing some like like Jante Wilder like Jack from Tekken Donkey Kong style like downward thrust punch things too. I mean, it was disgusting. But he would he would just annihilate. Oh yeah, th- those overhands were gross. Oh my god. Like, Guys, just yeah, that's too big and too fast. Holy shit! And then he's all polite about it after. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, my god! So I just watched this. Jesus, that guy's like that's like that's <laughs> like Berman. That's like Berman Savone versus Wilder. Yeah. The second oh, time, except, <laughs> except for Gato is much much more polite. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not thrusting his his pelvic and been like right on him, stomping on him. <laughs> I hope you're okay. I really, yeah. Hi guys. I will put that on the, uh, the intro. Um, but the, uh, but the, uh, you know, the big takeaway, Greg Hardy during his post-match said, um, said, you know, it's actually kind of nice not having the crowd there. Cause he was able to hear instruction um, yeah. from his corner. And, and I, you know, punches aside, like an action aside. Well, like no, he, was, no, he, like, he said he heard it from uh, DC. He said, I yes. heard Corbin say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's super funny. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, mis, I misheard that. But even then, you, 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 you can actually hear the corner guys, too, and you can take instructions. So, yeah, I hear it from mm-hmm. DC. But, but you know what I mean? Being able to hear the, the, the answer, you know what I mean, like the, to, to, to maybe your solutions. You know, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I really did kind of enjoy it. And that visceral feel, um, it kind of like that um, – you know, it felt like every fight was like the 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 Bane versus Batman, where there's no music in the background. It's just people getting punched in the face. You you can't do as many of the mega fights because of it, but this was such a positive for us to get boxing back. Yeah, I would that, like to see boxing. That's what that's what I would like to see in a in an empty. Oh, you you would definitely be able to put together who's doing what in a fight a lot better. Like, you you, you know, we're not going to get Canelo Golovkin 3 without a crowd because of the money you're making, but... Oh, yeah. No, you'd be, you'd be done. But we could start getting some of these other fights. Like some of the prospects, like Garcia and Haney. And, yeah. 
like Shakur, yeah. like some of the younger guys probably they would probably be using those guys. And and you could you could theoretically get away with a guy who's who could draw a pay per view number where it wouldn't necessarily affect if you really wanted to run something crazy too, where you're not giving it away because you know they would do enough pay per view wise. So yeah. and, and I don't think you even have to do a pay per view, but Hey, you maybe know, we'll you, get uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Junior. Oh God! <laughs> I would, man. Depending who he fought, if oh God, I would pay money just to watch him get thrusted. That was so funny. Like, man, he he quit against Danny Jacobs, and he had like a fucking thirty pound like weight advantage on Danny Jacobs, and he quit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just have to remember that that he, I mean, who was it? Who was the other guy he quit against? That nowhere near Danny Jacobs level. Uh, um, uh, uh European, keep, European I dude. Keep, uh, I keep to think, yeah, I kept thinking Sebastian Fondura, and I and I was like, no, that's Slender Man. Yeah, that was Andre Fonfara. <laughs> dude, he quit against Fonfara, and I understand as as much as Fonfara. Yeah, he got he got poked in the eye or whatever it was. Wasn't that what it was? No, he just, no, he was just getting beat up, and then he quit. But he blamed he it. He blamed it on fight. something like that or headbutts. No, I don't. That wasn't Fonfara, I don't think. But he he quit, and then he said, "I thought I won the fight." Like after when he when he quit. Hmm. Like look at the look at the interview. Like it's it's hilarious. You don't believe me, Jordan? It, no, I believe you. Is that the, but is that the one where his dad was like sitting in the audience, like cringing the entire time? What's, yeah. Which, oh, yeah. Fight which fight hasn't his dad sat in the crowd and cringed? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's he the, like this is the, this is the movie where the guy's like, my son is a disappointment. <laughs> like that's what happens every day of his life, and it, yeah, like when... and, and Chavez Jr. looks like the looks like the like the punk kid who's got all the money and he drives like the convertible and he's doing blow and he's like bah and he's Malibu's most guy. wanted and the, the, the dad's just like son of a bitch you could be so much more <laughs> moron uh, <laughs> and he gives his country to, that's that's what he hope maybe he just needs to back some other uh, some other fighter uh, and then like and then like maybe he can get like that that blood really boiling kind of like when uh, you know when uh, when when Tommy Gunn went to to Washington, and then uh, you know Stallone was all sad. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, look, if Chavez Jr. couldn't get up for the Canelo fight, where Chavez Jr. had the Hispanic Mexican fan base like in his lap because of his father, and Canelo swooped in and took it, and he didn't try to take that back, he's never going to have the ambition. Oh yeah, no, because because there's nothing he can do at this point. Because now now Mexico is Canelo. Period. There is not there. He was in that ring with a man who was so much better than him. He he just sat there and just took it and couldn't do anything about it. That's got to be one of the most helpless things you could ever have happen to you, as, as your whole country is booing you as this this man who looks like a white guy too on top of it is just beating the hell out of you. That's uh, oh. that's, that's def- shades of blood in, blood out, man. Like that's. <laughs> what on the outside? Chicago <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Benjamin Bratt. Um, 
But uh, speaking of speaking of fighters getting in the ring, there's a, there's a guy, uh, kind of an upstart 53-year-old uh, by the name of Mike Tyson, who wants to go back and start boxing again. Uh, some training videos uh, look pretty good. He was training with, uh, um, as far as his pad guy goes, a uh, renowned, um, God, who was he? Uh, well, he normally works with, like the Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys uh, down in Brazil, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. What's up? Sorry. Uh, so there's a there's a, a guy who listens to WrestleCast who has been asking me questions and I've been talking to him just trying to be polite. He's asking about DDT. We all know DDT is extremely weird. For those who don't know, DDT is like a, there's things that you will see and you won't believe. Like you know, there, there's a gay guy who does naked moonsaults. You know, then there's serious wrestlings and things like that. They had this guy named Maku Donraku. And he's basically Ronald McDonald, but, like, ripped. And he was just, like, the horniest man in the world. And he would, like, try to, like, uh, assault, if you know what I'm saying, his opponents in the ring. Yeah. And I just got a text message or a Facebook message that says, WTF, there's a perverted Ronald McDonald in this battle royal. And for whatever <laughs> reason, I could not hold that back. As somebody who's first day to digesting this company and they see a Ronald McDonald charge the ring and start trying to take people from the backside. It, it's got to be one of the most what, and this is the person who just watches mostly WWE. So <laughs> I mean, He's it's like, real. you make me watch? Why'd you make me watch? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Switching back. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Mike Tyson wants to make his comeback. Thoughts, gentlemen. Elijah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him coming back and becoming a champion. But I mean, it could it could be interesting and add some add some like notoriety to boxing and get people watching again. But I don't think he'd come back and do much. Is is he not the perfect person for an empty building to draw some money with? Oh man. Yeah, put him in there against some really shitty heavyweight. God. Or like I, a, a, a aging guy that still has a name that's not very good anymore. That's um, Tyson that's like, Tyson versus Ruiz. <laughs> They'd have to make Ruiz come back, man. <laughs> That's I I just I think that's almost your your perfect your perfect way to do it. Is it you know is it you you want to talk about you want to talk about um empty boxing, empty empty arena and and things like that. This is the guy that you could draw uh, you could pop a TV rating. Yeah, but at the same time if you if you want to sell that too, you you easily could. Oh, definitely. You'd be leaving money on the table. You put it out there for free like that, and he knocks a guy out, then you're gonna make, then you're gonna sell it. Oh yeah, the next one for sure. Yeah. Oh god. You know that's the thing is my worst fear is like he does go out there and just beat the piss out of whoever. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if the bare knuckle one's gonna happen or not, but um, I guess they offered him and Briggs like twelve million dollars each for bare knuckle. Yeah. Man, Briggs probably would. Have a, Briggs, Briggs is probably like gas out after the first round. 
Well, so if you're Elijah, you mentioned you know put him in there with somebody. Put him. In, what would you think about putting Tyson in there against a guy like Fresno Kendo? I mean, that would be. Is that like? That I mean, would be a safe. That probably would be a safe fight for Tyson. I don't it's know. A guy if that, that people might know for the other guy. <laughs> I don't know 